If you wanna learn how the other half lives, to a world of facts and fibs and fairy tales, with a fail, talk about her you nailed. Oh girl, just exhale. This is facts, fibs, and fairy tales. Welcome to Facts, Fibs, and Fairy Tales. I am your factual fairy, Matt Sweet, and with me, as always, is the fibbing ferret. Ferret. Whatever. Fibbing, I heard fibbing ferret, and then I was like, <laughs> I'm a ferret? Okay. Hi, <laughs> Kayla. <laughs> Hi, how are you? <laughs> I have had a very long work day filled with too many Zoom meetings, so yeah. I am pooped. Yeah, Hello, yeah. We're here, we're crushing it, and I'm drinking whiskey, so we're going to be okay. I mean, as long as you have a little bit of alcohol, maybe some weed, like, you're good. What are you and drinking? I'm drinking vodka and uh, soda water. Okay. I'm, a, I'm a basic <laughs> bitch. Keeping it classic. I love that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Kayla, I have a really important question for you. Oh, God. I, I wonder what it is. Are you ready for ambush? <laughs> ambush. That wasn't even, that was not my most seamless transition, but here we are. I'm going to go first because I feel like you've gone first too many times in a row. I have not the first time I've heard that, but go on. I, <laughs> I, that's one of my favorite things about you. You, you get what you need. Uh, all right. First question. What is your weapon of choice? Uh, my words. Ugh, boo. I mean an actual weapon. <sighs> I have a very cutting tongue and I can make people cry pretty easy if I no, want. So. No, we're obsessed this season about the apocalypse. I want to know your actual violent weapon. Like if I was going to choose to be violent. Yeah. yeah. I think I would choose a gun. Oh, Okay. Okay. <laughs> Our secret guest has revealed that they have a weapon of choice. Yeah, that they sure do. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to tell us more about that in a moment. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to get into that. Uh, yeah, I'm boring. I think gun because I'm very uh, squeamish. What so kind I of would... Like a handgun, a rifle? Get, get specific, babe. Like a handgun. Okay. So you want to yeah. like hip holster, like pew pew. That's the journey? Yeah, like, like a cowboy. I want to be a cowboy. You got big cowboy energy. Thank you. <laughs> All right, your question. What's up? All right. Describe the last porn video you had to turn off. Like you were watching it and you were like, no more. Oh, I can't okay. take it. Okay. Um, I, this is easy. This is easy. Um, so it's no secret to the listeners that I uh, enjoy being called daddy. <laughs> but the trouble face is when watching porn that features that experience they often lean very heavily into like this is my actual son energy mm. and it gets very uncomfortable and there was um one I was watching because like you know in the screen cap the dudes were hot and I was like let's go mm-hmm. um and you know you skip around a little bit and I skipped uh somewhere closer to like the end where like you know it was getting vigorous and exciting And uh, (laughs) the bottom yelled out, (laughs) sorry, the bottom yelled out, fuck me, daddy, see me before mommy gets home. And that was where I was like, I'm good here. I don't, this is not for me anymore. Um, That's the one I had. You instantly lost your boner. It was just like, woo. Don't get crazy. I just clicked away and found something fresh. But Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, uh, the panic was real. The yeah. like, if if I die in the night or if I die right now, this is the porn that's open on my computer. I can't have that. Yeah, that's fair. 
I, that's why I asked the question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's my next question. Who is your fashion icon? Ooh. Oh, I feel like I have so many. That's really <laughs> tough. Um, did you watch the, my current icon is, did you watch the High Fidelity reboot with Zoe Kravitz? Absolutely not. Okay. Well, she was in it and Zoe Kravitz is amazing. It has great style. Um, and her character in it specifically is super cool and dresses like kind of like a chic old grandpa. Yeah. Which I'm really into. Um, so I'm going to say her slash Zoe Kravitz. Sorry, can you say that again? A chic wolf grandpa? What? A chic old grandpa. A chic old. <laughs> Not a wolf grandpa. <laughs> okay. No, no, like hybrid wolf grandpa situation. <laughs> um, okay. If you were speaking of clothing, yeah. if you were Beyonce, what yeah. would you wear to the grocery store? <laughs> if I was Beyonce, what would I wear to the grocery store? Um, I would probably wear like a full-on um, ski mask with ski mm-hmm. goggles, mm-hmm. but keep the like iconic sort of curly Afro energy. Okay. Uh, like the one she got caught in the fan when she was in Toronto. Oh, I like, remember. That's the, that's the hair experience I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, and also just based on my security guard detail, everyone would know that it was me, Beyonce. Um, yeah. But they'd be like, well, I can't take my photo with her because she's, you know, covered up face wise. Sure. Yeah. That's what I uh, So is there like a cutout at the back for your hair to come out? You're wearing a ski mask. Yeah. Like she's got seamstresses. She's going to make it up, make it work. Don't worry okay. about it. You're I'm thinking- picturing like a Kim K at the Met Gala, but with better hair. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I don't like to reference the Kardashians. They exist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean that's fair yeah okay last question um i always forget that you're from the east coast and mm-hmm. so what i want you to tell me is what's the best place on canada's east coast these are the least sexy questions i've ever asked you they really yeah usually you're just like who do you want to fuck yeah. like <laughs> uh that's tough because i only lived on the east coast till i was like 10 so i just like went to the movie theater in my school like, I didn't go to, like, cool touristy places. The movie I, theater on the East Coast is it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was, like, an old school movie theater where it was flat. Like, not one of the, not like the new ones where it's actually yeah. better for watching. Um, but let's say, I'll, I'll say my bilingual uh, school called Lord Beaverbrook. They call, they call Lord Beaverbrook. I need to know what the school mascot was. A beaver, I think. I don't remember. Like I a sexy look... beaver? What are we talking about? It was for children. The beaver was not sexy. They didn't have a huge rack. That's what I want to know. <laughs> I have to look it up. I'll have to get back to Lord you. Beaver Brooks mistress is the vibe I'm I'm like picturing. See, I picture it as like super nerdy and weird, and you're just getting sexy out of it. So I don't know where your head's at. Honestly, it's thinking about the weed I'm going to smoke after this. That's where my head is. That makes sense. Okay, my last question for you. Do you know the meaning of chuggy? I'm an elder millennial. No, I do not know the meaning of chuggy. Do you know (laughs) the meaning of chuggy, Kayla? I do, but you watch TikToks. You should know what chuggy means. I don't. I watch TikToks of millennials, elder millennials, saying what things are chuggy, but I don't. I still don't know what it means. Chuggy is like something that's like kind of like cringe. Like skinny jeans are chuggy. Oh, 
they're like millennial a lot of like millennial like things that millennials thought were really cool and i was one of those people who thought skinny jeans were cool i'm not that young yeah but those would be chuggy right because now we want to look like like, live (laughs) exactly like live laugh love is chuggy (laughs) that's epitome chuggy well i definitely don't have that yet but i'm open to it okay yeah well i think we just ambushed each other uh Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Should we introduce our guests? Let's do it. We should. Um, so I met our guest for the first time right now, uh, <laughs> slash over email, but she's my new best friend, Erin Pym. How are you? I'm so good. How are the both of you? You're wonderful. We just Living got ambushed. What, what an ambush that was. Yeah. How did you, how did you like being the like uh, bystander for that? <laughs> I was scared. Yeah, whole, am- whole full ambush happening. Yeah, yeah when you can see it in person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to ambush you right now and ask you, uh, oh what is your weapon of choice? Because you showed us one, and I, I don't know what you call it. Was it like a double-ended flog? What was that? that? Um, it's a chain with like two big balls on either end, and they have spikes on the balls. Um, so if you um, remember Kill Bill, if you mm-hmm. remember Go Go. Yeah. Yes. Gogo is like one of the schoolgirls in the crazy 88s and she's got like that chain thing with a huge ball on the end and it's like with a razor like the planet uh. Saturn and like with a razor or I guess I guess Jupiter anyway um <laughs> astronomy <laughs> anyway planets um and I'm I mean I'm a dominatrix so uh that was just a weapon that I was fooling around with the other day and I made a little cute little loop out of it Love it. So I was like, weapon what? You were like, weapon? <laughs> That's my whole thing. Yeah. I'm like, I, I am... just did a weapon. Yeah. <laughs> I am prepared for the apocalypse. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Dominatrix, I think, if anybody, is probably one of the most pe- like prepared for the apocalypse people's. People's. <laughs> people's of the apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. People's yeah. Is. yeah. Um, <laughs> so, Aaron, uh, one of the things we ask people to do sort of what, before we dive into telling their tale, um, what are your definitions? How do you define yourself? What are your labels? What do you what do you go by? What's your whole deal? Sure. My whole deal is I'm a I'm a she, her, cis woman. Um, I'm a queer person. I'll identify as like from anywhere from like queer to pansexual or bisexual. I'm also a polyamorous person. I'm also a very kinky person. I'm a switch. I'm a professional dom, but I'm a lifestyle switch. So I'm like the greediest of all the things. I want everything of all the categories. That's basically it. I love right. that. Yeah. <laughs> the sluttiest of all the categories. The sluttiest of the categories. <laughs> and for our listeners who don't know what a switch is, can you explain for us? Yeah, it's people that um, who are uh, kinky people who identify on either side of the slash. The slash meaning like dominant slash submissive. Um, mm-hmm. You can also identify as lots of other things other than dom or sub. But um, I identify as both, uh, as yes. I identify mm-hmm. as mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. of the above. Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. Check all, D, all of the above. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I'm very curious because this is something um, like I loosely and lightly explore that area in terms of like Dom Sub. Um, and I'm curious how. How do you handle the sort of mental gymnastics of the switch experience? Like for me, because it's something I've kind of wanted to have is like, 
it would be fun to just like be a dumb daddy and then like, oh no, fuck me. You know, like that's the energy I would love to claim, but <laughs> yes. I can't figure out the mental gymnastics. Like, how do you do that? Or is it different sessions? Yeah, I think it's like in my personal life, it's just like the vibes you get, like the organic kind of um, power dynamics that evolve out of relationships. So it kind of happens very naturally and you kind of like will fall into certain roles. You know what I mean? So you often don't really have to do many mental gymnastics and like it's not for me anyways it's not a lot of contemplating that happens happens as far as that goes it's more a feeling and you kind of just um feel it out that way professionally you know um I very intentionally only offer domination services versus like submissive services or switch services um, because I can access domination on a more casual level, like I don't need to have a really um, strong emotional bond um, mm. to be able to kind of do that with people I barely know, also known as clients, mm. uh, like first time <laughs> clients. So that kind of helped make the decision for me as to like what I would do professionally and what I would just kind of like keep for myself. Because for me, um, being submissive requires a lot more than that. Like mm -hmm. I like to be really vulnerable and it feels really emotional and personal to me. Whereas dominance, I access more of like, it feels really playful for me and fun yeah. and creative and stuff like that. So um, yeah, I don't know if I really think about either one too much. I feel either one though in two very different ways. Cool. Yeah, so what I'm hearing is basically I'm working too hard. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> you're overthinking it. Yeah. Yeah. You're overthinking it. And it sounds like, <laughs> it sounds like too, as, as a, uh, as someone who identifies as a sub, I think it requires a little bit more trust and vulnerability, as you said, to sort of be like, I'm going to be the sub in this situation. So you do want to have that like established relationship with somebody. At least that's how I feel. Yeah, it can be like that. Certainly. Definitely. That's yeah. Nice. If I was going to offer professional submissive services, I would have to sub in a totally different way than I do in my personal life. Right. Let's put it that way. Yeah. It would just have to be um, totally different. Yeah. yeah. So that I could do it with people that I barely know. Like you couldn't completely just lose yourself in the experience right with a stranger in the room that you literally do not know like you can't do that it's unsafe so yeah you would just not you would just have to develop new rules for the way you play basically mm -hmm. and for me that would be probably very different than what I usually would do in my personal life with <laughs> someone I really have a bond with yeah I'm stressed just thinking about it so yeah <laughs> Me too. I'm like, but no, I'll just do domination. It's fine. <laughs> I don't need to. It's good. Yeah. Fascinating. Um, I'm going to ask you a few more questions if that's okay, but we will of get course. to display, I totally promise. But I'm curious if you can uh, tell us a little bit about like the path to domination. Like how did you arrive to knowing that that was a thing you were going to access and the thing that you ultimately made into a career? Because I think that's really interesting. Yeah, I think I um, always have had a big interest in like sex and sexuality. Um, so basically all of my hobbies and all of my projects and jobs kind of had to do with sex in some way. So uh, like I had a lot of sex work adjacent jobs before I went into sex work. I like taught lap dance lessons at a sex club. I like worked in sex toy retail. I was like 
a kink educator, you know? Mm -hmm. So it really wasn't a huge leap for me to suddenly go into sex work. Most people I told assumed I was doing it already and were just <laughs> not at all phased at all. They're like, oh, oh, well, well, I thought, okay, I sure, great, good, yeah. good for you. Like, this isn't new. This card, but we already knew, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yeah. So for me, I just am um, very interested in that whole field. Like it's endlessly fascinating to me and to me, you can never stop learning. So it's just kind of like doing sex work is another way that I can just do more of this and learn more about it and experience more things under this like sex sexuality umbrella. So uh, on onwards and upwards, always. That's with everything about you. Everything you do is great. And I'm thrilled that you exist. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't call her my new best friend for no reason. Okay. Yeah, you do not use that term lightly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, amazing. Okay. Well, then I think it's time. Should we dive into story time? Yeah, sure. I think we should. Erin, have you prepared a story for us? <laughs> I do have a story that um, is a funny queer dating story. And um, I don't know if I've ever really talked about this publicly, Ooh. which is crazy. Because it's kind of a doozy. I've told it in person a lot to friends. Mm. Um, but I really don't know if I've done it publicly. So well, amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Ready, baby. Yeah. Exclusive. <laughs> Exclusive content. I love this. <laughs> yeah. You heard it here first, people. Yeah. So I, um, I went on maybe like one date with this girl. Um, and she was kind of like in the sciences field. Um, and you know, I, <laughs> I had that like just infatuation with women type thing, you know, that like my, my friend who's a sex writer, she refers to it as like bisexual longing as warm fear. Oh yeah. And, like, that's so accurate. You know, doesn't yeah. that feel like, right? That feels correct. Right? It really is. So I very much just like felt infatuated with this woman. And near the end of our first date, she was like, oh, hey, by the way, I have a friend who's running this study um, and they're looking for volunteers to do this like uh, study at CAMH. And I, of course, I was like, oh, yeah, no, yeah. Like, she's like, can I like connect you two? I think it'd be really good for this. And I was like, oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Definitely connect. I us. would love to do this study about this thing that I don't probably know what I'm getting myself into, it sounds like. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and so I connected with the person and she was, you know, she was lovely. She's facilitating this study at CAMH in which I had to go in uh, to get uh, an MRI done. That's the one where you're like in that. Oh, yeah. That's that right. tube. Yes. Like completely enclosed. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> I had to do one of those and it was for a long time. I think it was like two and a half hours you had to be in that thing. Oh. And you wow. had to do it twice, two weeks apart. And Ooh. they had to like question you, do a questionnaire before and after each thing. So I, I knowing that still, I was like, no, I'm going to do it. Oh, yeah. And got there <laughs> and uh, we're getting ready to do, you know, to go in the MRI machine for the first time. And, um, you know, she's asking me her questionnaire and stuff like this. Um, 
and you know, am I claustrophobic? No, it's fine, you know, um, and stuff related to that. They really didn't want you to be freaking out in there, which I appreciate. And she's like, I can talk to you, you know, on the mic through there and all that stuff. And I'm like, cool, cool, it should be fine. Um, and I went in and I think about a half an hour in, my mouth got so, so, so dry, so dry. I was like, I didn't hydrate. I really didn't hydrate today. And like by the end of the two and a half hours, I was so uncomfortable. I was so fucking uncomfortable. I'm a person that like needs a big glass of water. Okay, here's the thing. Okay, I'm sitting on my bed right now. I have a massive glass of water beside my bed table. Mm -hmm. And I'm so concerned about not having enough water when I go to bed at night that I take the tiniest sips. I'll wake up with a dry throat, take the tiniest sip because I don't want to like run out of water. I'm so conscious like that I'll be, <laughs> I'll wake up and have a dry throat and then I have no water in my cup. Like that's a valid fear I have. Well, I don't know if you're aware. You're aware that your tap is, exists and you mm -hmm. can't get more water. But it, I think it will wake me up too much to do that. Like in my head, it's this big wound up thing of like, no, it's the end of the world. If like you <laughs> are thirsty and you go to reach for this cup and it's empty. So I'm in this MRI machine and I'm absolutely dying. And I'm like, oh my God, I didn't hydrate. So <laughs> we got out of the thing and I just downed a huge cup of water and she was kind of questioning me after and she's like are you all right what was the worst part of it and I'm like oh my god I was dying because my yeah. throat was so dry <laughs> um so you know we booked the next one for two weeks later right so I go into CAMH um and this time I'm deciding I'm going to be really hydrated right I come with like oh boy <laughs> Oh boy. Like a, a mint tea. I had like a big thing of water and I came with like an extra large mint tea from Tim Hortons. I usually have black tea in the morning, but I know that's like that dehydrates you a bit. So I was like, I'll go herbal. Oh, wow. I was you really, really wanting, thought about it. I was really, I had lemon in my water because that like helps keep you hydrated or whatever. Um, and so she's interviewing me before uh, we go, I go into the machine and she's like, are you, are you? do you, are you wanting to be drinking, like drinking that much? And I was like, yes, yeah, I'm I definitely time. do want to be drinking time. that much. Cause the last time it was like, my throat was painful. I was like in that uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. um, so, <laughs> so I get in the MRI machine again, you know, here we are in this little lovely tube and about a half hour in, I'm like, Oh no, I got to pee. I really, yeah. I, yeah. I got to pee. It's a half hour in. They were not maybe the right choices. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just shocked that she saw you drinking and said, are you sure? And then didn't say, would you like to use the washroom <laughs> before no, you I, I think I did, but. Oh, honestly, okay. It didn't I, matter. Was, I think I did, but it did. I was drinking so much that mm -hmm. morning <laughs> purposely, <laughs> very intentionally, right. that there was literally nothing and you could do about it. Did it ever occur to you like, oh my God, I'm gonna have to pee or you were just so fixated no. on the dry throat? Okay. Yeah. Didn't think about it even once. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. You had a traumatic experience with the dry throat, it sounds like. It, I did very much. Yeah. <laughs> like even when she asked me like, are you going to finish that? Like maybe you should not have that extra, extra large tea right now. <laughs> I, w I was like, no, no, no. I got this. It's cool. 
Don't no. worry, ladies. Yeah, also, yeah, you, you have nothing to worry about. It's probably not her first time doing this. So she's seen this before and is trying to help you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So half hour in, I'm like, I got to pee. Um, yeah. Fuck. And um, I'm like, okay, how much longer do we have? Two hours. Okay. Because um, I'm like a very frequent peer. Like, yeah, a very frequent. Yeah, yeah. Like every hour, every 45 minute situation. Yep. Yeah. What? Exactly. Exactly. Me too. If you stay right? hydrated, then you have to be that often. Oh, yeah. I don't stay hydrated. I am dehydrated. <laughs> Your dry as a bone, baby. And honestly, yeah. twice a day is more than enough. You know, like we don't even that's not true. <laughs> yeah, look, this is good and I have no water in my mouth. <laughs> twice a day. Oh so an day. hour goes by. An hour and a half goes by. You're bursting at this. Yeah. Two hours goes by and I'm absolutely fucking dying. Are you doing like breath work to be like, oh, yes, I am. (laughs) I am (laughs) sweating. I'm like having a panic attack almost like I am really, really just trying to power through. Trying not to be yourself. She kind of asked me how I'm doing every half hour through the microphone and the MRI machine. And she goes, how are you doing? I haven't even brought it up yet at this point, because I'm just, I'm just like, uh, it's, I'll get through this. You know, I'm just trying to power through. So at the two hour mark, I go, I absolutely am fucking dying. I need to pee. So And and I'm like, how much time is left? And she's like a half hour. And I'm like, she goes, can you make it? (laughs) Oh boy. What a loaded question. I I say, I honestly don't know. (laughs) I'm like, I hope so. And she's like, okay, would it help if I put on the radio? You know, and she even was like six songs at the half hour or how, whatever ah. she calculated. You know what? She's like, yeah, just something count. to focus on. Yeah, focus on like count the songs, you know, and then and that's a half hour and then you're done, right? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, like, so I'm like, okay, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes goes by. I'm like, I don't, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm, be- I'm beside myself right now. <laughs> she's, checking in on me. she's checking in on me often at this point. <laughs> she's like, uh, piss her in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> at like 15 minutes ago, she says, can I get you, should I get you a bedpan? Can I get you a bedpan? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> At this point, I'll remind you that this is like the best friend of like this person that I went on one date with, yeah. and the whole fucking reason I'm here. Yeah, like this, this, this is about graduation. This is this is about you're trying to impress somebody who's not even there, uh, but you know they're gonna hear about it. That fearful she, warmth. She cannot. That fearful warmth. Exactly. That warm fear. That warm. Oh my fear. god. And you know, she couldn't, she, how could one help themselves from telling your best friend? Oh, you, you couldn't. That you, you had to, to give to. someone a bedpan. Yeah, you have to tell them. <laughs> yeah. A young, a young woman. This was like 10 years ago. Like a young woman, <laughs> able-bodied woman. <laughs> you know, bedpan. Yeah. And you have to give her a bedpan after you explicitly said, 
maybe you shouldn't drink that six gallons of liquid before doing that. And you were like, I got this girl. I got it. I got no, no, that. no. I'm smarter than you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. I was like, no, do not give me a bed band. That would be <laughs> the most fucking embarrassing thing yeah. in the fucking world. So she doesn't. And I'm counting off the songs and I I make it. I I make it thank you remember what songs fucking God. Yeah. Um, Fast song? Car was one of them. Tracy Chapman. <laughs> Tracy Chapman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect. It's <laughs> a good one. It's a good song, man. It's a, I love Tracy Chapman. She's great. But like, do I want to hear Fast Car when I'm in an MRR machine trying not to pee myself? Like, I hey, don't know. It, it kept my mind off of like she's got a very soulful the, voice the actual pain yeah because you're having would. to pee that bad yeah for like the five minutes so like yeah. it did its job nice. <laughs> so <laughs> so she gets me out um and you know usually there's a process like after you get out of the machine there's a couple things to do but I'm like no I'm like no. I got like I barely fucking made it yeah and it was the most painful piss <laughs> I have ever had in my fucking life was it that kind of situation where like as you're sitting you're starting to pee like you barely yes oh yes oh yes yeah <laughs> like, oh yeah this was a like politely clean the seat when you're done because like the aim was not I was not on my game, my aim game that day. <laughs> like, oh my God. And then <laughs> she decides after that, this is when I knew things were bad. She decides after that, that the interview questions aren't that important. <laughs> oh no. Afterwards. That's and she that's just you lets me go. Study. You're just not. She's <laughs> like, uh, you're fine. Why would she make you stay in the MR machine? If that's going to be her decision, I'd be like, that's a great point. Right? Like, what, that's <laughs> cruel. It's cruel at that point. The whole thing of the study was like to monitor your brain activity, but it, I was supposed to be like, what's it called? The, like the baseline. I was supposed to be the. Oh no. Cause you were too stressed. You were like. Yeah. So I'm sure they did. I'm a hundred percent sure they couldn't use any of that because I was in such a heightened state of stress. There's no fucking way I could have been a baseline for some sort of mental health study. Oh boy. After that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe like um, your brain waves near those of uh, a sociopath, yeah. and we can't use you. Not what we like. Do. I was delirious. Yeah, <laughs> like, should be showing up somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and then, oh. and then, I did not. Get a second no second date. It's weird. It's no, almost like her best friend might have like reported back to her. It's almost <laughs> like she told her exactly what happened. Like, Yo, oh, girl. my fucking God. Like avoid this woman because I told her she was going to have a problem. She didn't listen. And that's a red flag. <laughs> yeah, that was what I was going to say. Like, if someone told me that story and was like, you shouldn't go on a date with this person because she had to pee really bad. I'd be like, uh... 
okay. But like, also when, I don't know, when I told you that you shouldn't drink that, but you did. But you think that was, that was it. I think she's stubborn, thing. you know? My, yeah. My follow-up question would be, <laughs> did she require a bedpan? Did she need a bedpan? And then maybe that might be a deal breaker. Right, that might've been yeah. the saver if we had asked that question. Yeah. 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 If I, <laughs> if I needed the bedpan or if I, pissed and didn't I mean those are no second date offenses I feel like mm-hmm. if I just pissed myself on that MRR table okay I would yeah. have understand no second yeah. date <laughs> that sounds like a weird episode of Seinfeld for some reason like Elaine has to like go in the MRI machine she pees herself and then doesn't get a second date I don't know am I wrong this is my life it wouldn't have aired and, and um this <laughs> is sort of like a female physiology question Okay. Uh, I am woefully ignorant and I apologize. But okay, let's say you got the bedpan. Yes, yes. <laughs> how How is that going to work when you are horizontal? Completely lying down. Yeah, it would have been slightly messy, I feel like. And like, yeah. I don't remember what I was wearing, but it probably wasn't a skirt or a dress. I'm going in an MRI machine. Yeah, you're so wearing how- the yeah, how am I not? Uh, that was the other thing I'm like picturing about how this would play out with the bedpan. I'm like, I can't move. You can't move in this MRI machine. You're yeah. not supposed to literally move at all. So I can't. So she's going to come in here, like, unbutton and pull down my <laughs> pants and underwear if I was wearing them that day, which who knows? Who knows? <laughs> 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 This person who's not even really like, it's like a student study. Like she wasn't even really like a medical professional. So it was just like some girl was going to come in here. I pulled up my pants for me so I could piss messily in a bed pan. In a bed pan. Yeah. So like either way, you're definitely pissing off all over this like million dollar piece of equipment. It's going badly wherever it's going. It's not working out. 100%. <laughs> I do think, though, that that must have been like the highlight of her day. Like she probably told so many people that story. Are you definitely part of her storytelling? Probably. Yeah, she'd be like, this This woman came in. She's on your podcast next week. Yeah. She- <laughs> you I get it. We got. I get it. Allison's here. <laughs> it's, it's fine. I've embraced it at this point. <laughs> uh, and if you didn't pee yourself, like that's like yeah. that's for that. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> There's any little W in this story, it's that, right? So you didn't piss yourself. Yeah. Um. Did you ever talk to her friend again, or you just didn't get a second date? Oh no! No. Oh, nothing. Talk to either of them ever again. <laughs> was the end of that <laughs> oh god yes a hundred percent they didn't want anything to do with <laughs> favorite okay i want to circle back to something because um i feel like the two of you uh have a perspective about this that i've never heard before that i'm really excited about you oh. call it fearful warmth and you yeah. both are like yep that's exactly what it feels like and i need to know what that means because i don't know yeah <laughs> That warm yeah. fear. That warm fear. Fear. I think it's like mm, warm fear. Yeah. That. How do I describe this? Okay. 
The warmth <laughs> is obviously all the amorous feelings mm-hmm. you're feeling and like blood rushing to areas. Um, <laughs> and also I think it's an emotional kind of attraction too. Oh, comes from bit. this like warmth, that warm, the word warm, I think is also like, it's like, I'm fearful. This is a risk, you know, um, but a risk that I, I just, oh, I, I want so bad, you mm. know, it's so worth it. Even just ah. me looking at her and admiring her and taking her in. I'm like, I think it's the warm fear is me deciding that the worst risk would be worth taking. Ooh, come on, poetic. I that's super that's poetic. what I'm going to say. <laughs> that's way better than mine. What's mine is Kayla? <laughs> mine is like, okay, I just think women are like super majestic and beautiful and like the enamored. I agree with you, Aaron. Like it's very that. But I am like horrible at flirting with women. Like for some reason, all of my skills at flirting with men just like go right out the door as soon as I see a beautiful woman. And I'm just like, you're a high. And then I'm like terrified that she's going to think I'm an idiot because I probably seem like an idiot. So that's where my fear comes from. I'm just like this, this woman, or I'm afraid she's going to think I'm straight. And I'm trying to figure out how to be like, I'm not straight. I'm hitting on you, (laughs) sexy lady or like whatever. So I think that's your line, babe. I'm I'm hitting on you, sexy lady. lady. (laughs) lady. And even then she would be like, oh my God, girl, you're so funny. (laughs) Like I got these. I like your shirt. I like your shirt. Like she still wouldn't get it. And I'd be like, fuck. (laughs) <laughs> yeah God damn it yeah i tried um yeah does that make uh, now i'm just gonna ask you questions about like existing so i'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> but i'm very curious like so uh when this moment like happens where you're like aha there's the person and i'm attracted to them mm-hmm. um are you like do you feel like is there like a switch that changes inside of you or um, is it just like, it's the same as being attracted to, I guess, like a man in this situation? Like, does it feel different or is it the same experience? That's what I don't, I don't, I'm curious. That's interesting. I think in general, I'm going to riff off what Kayla was saying about like, I know how to flirt with men and, you know, like I'm, men are like, like easy. let's, let's, easy. like, like, Let's yeah, let's let's be real. Women yeah. are better than men. Okay. <laughs> so to approach a woman who yeah. is like, it's, you know, she's like the bar is really low for guys. Like you could say whatever and it'll be fine. You'll get laid. Yeah. It's not an issue. Yeah. But like for a woman, it's like suddenly there's this higher bar. So that mm-hmm. might be creating that fear, that God. that warm fear. Totally. Because it's like, I gotta impress a woman. A man, like you can literally say fucking the stupidest, dumbest shit like yeah no i i will acknowledge i don't know how to flirt but i can do i can handle men men are easy. yeah yeah <laughs> so i think like the difference between uh for me and how i would approach the man versus the women with like flirting and stuff or if i see them and i'm like whoa i think i'd be a lot more um like a lot more careful about and thoughtful oh. about how i would approach the woman mm-hmm. because it's yeah. going to take a little more than just some dumb like hey how are you doing uh you can't just send a dick pic <laughs> yeah. and call it a day that's weird you can't just like make fun of their shirt and be like your shirt's dumb <laughs> come over here like that's yeah. how i flirt with dudes and it works great 
Yeah, but when it doesn't them. work, that you just nag dudes, they love it. But with women, it doesn't work that well. <laughs> no. And also, you wouldn't want to nag a woman. It's you know? true. I've never you tried. Wouldn't. And then, no. I, yeah, you feel like you're like, oh, God, I'd be like, you're like, this is how it's almost like a knee jerk. And then you're like, no, <laughs> this isn't going to work. And then the, warm, right. then the warm fear sets in. <laughs> the, like warm fear is just like such a fascinating idea because like you know I'm, what like, i before we go on i need to give credit to ella dawson for warm fear okay oh. she, she, she's the sex writer that wrote this article about um bisexual erasure and bisexual attraction and she quoted she's the one that came up with this warm fear thing that i fell so head over heels in love with mm-hmm. yeah uh, first of all it's amazing it. because on this shit show podcast crediting people that's <laughs> credit what <laughs> credit who? <laughs> yeah like that's such a fascinating concept to me because like i think i understand <laughs> I'm like, do I? I don't know. I feel like you're very confused about bisexuality. If you, I feel like you often on our before I was the co-host on this podcast, Aaron, I was a guest, and it was just Matt, and he asked me. He was like, "So, what is it like being like bi pan? Like, is it like Mondays for men, Tuesdays for women?" (laughs) (laughs) I was like, "I wish that would be great. That would sound super organized." Yeah, I'll put it this way. Um, since I'm, I'll bring around back around the dominatrix thing. Um, I mostly have cis male, cis males book me. Like I see folks of all genders and all orientations, but it's much more rare to get a female client. Um, and let me tell you, when I do get female clients, I wash my hair that morning. <laughs> I I really take time to decide what outfit I'm wearing. Like really take time. I take t- double the amount of time putting on my makeup that day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Easy. Yeah. Like I put so much thought and care and like, even for guys doing sessions with cis males, I just like, I'm like, Oh, I'll just do whatever. Like I don't plan. I yeah. just show up and that's enough, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for women. I'm like, Oh no. Okay. I have to be really thoughtful about this. And I like, I really start to, get into that planning mode of I really want to facilitate a really lovely experience for this person and like you know suddenly the stakes are like really high mm-hmm. so I think I would say I even feel the warm fear with women in your in work job. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen them yet and I feel warm fear just knowing there's going to be a woman coming in the dust <laughs> later <laughs> that day I am obsessed with that it's so I don't know, it, because it's uh, as like a boring homosexual, like I'm just, I, I, it's so sort of outside of my understanding. Although I want to go back to what you said, Kayla, just to be clear, when I showed up to record our very first episode together, um, I didn't know you were anything interesting. I thought you, you were thought a, it was a yeah. white straight girl. And I was like, I'll record because I need an episode. But like, well, like <laughs> wow. Okay. I know. It's okay. He's told me this already. This is not news to me. And this is not news to me most of the time. Most people think I'm straight. So I just try to like sneak it into conversations that I'm not. But I had it. Yeah, I'll be like this girl I was dating or whatever. And I'll just kind of like and move on. But I I met you in a workplace, so it'd be kind of weird if I was like the women I date. (laughs) Let me tell you. I got fingered last night. (laughs) What do you think about that? Yeah. (laughs) Not so straight anymore, huh? (laughs) Finger. Finger. 
<laughs> that is um, a really fun thing to say. Fingered. fingered. It is. Fingered is a hilarious word. I love it. Really it really is. Yeah. Yeah. It's really funny to be like, I got fingered. Like, I got fucked. <laughs> not funny, but I got fingered. Hilarious. Love it. Well, I'm like, yeah. I've only ever, well, that's not actually, this isn't true now. Ugh, what a wild year I've had. But I used to be able to say, I've only ever fingered buttholes, mm. which is like, <laughs> Like on a slutty, sexy, sweaty dance floor when you're like, whoop, whoop, and you get in there a little bit. Like, that's a cute time. <laughs> then you gotta go wash your hands. And I don't know, yeah. I don't know if that's the same if you finger a woman. Like, are you, are, is anyone who's doing that like rushing to wash their hands after? Cause men no. are, I don't no. know. Yeah, they're kind of into it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> if anything, you're like licking your fingers. <laughs> yeah, you're like, mm. or putting them back in her mouth, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> definitely that the voice of a professional yeah, <laughs> yeah. <That's> so true <laughs> oh God, i'm so teaching good. a fisting demo in a week so Ooh, there you, go. you can come and see that um, <laughs> and no it's funny they specifically were like it has to be vaginal fisting though because anal fisting might be too much for the crowd that's coming that night <laughs> i'm like sorry, <laughs> okay pause let's <laughs> Yeah. This is the first time I've ever heard that vaginal fisting was a thing. What? What? You didn't know that? Girl. No. <laughs> it's way easier than, than anal fisting. It's way better. Not better. I'm not going to say better, but it's way easier. It is easier. The I'm prep not- is a lot less. Way less. It's self-lubricating. Yep. <laughs> so, but... Uh, uh, he has just stomachs. <laughs> We have one next term. And know what I'm going to talk about in the class? Because I don't know if you can see the nails that I have in, yeah. in the <laughs> camera on the thing right now. But half of the tutorial is going to be talking about how to finger with, how to fist with the nails like this. Yeah. Because <laughs> let me that's tell important. you, it's, it's something you have to think about. Yeah. That, yeah. That's a very specific experience. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Less specific than you would think, but definitely <laughs> having the nails and having sex with women is like. Well, I worry mindful. about my, my, my reasonably trimmed fingernails when I am exactly. even a dude, but like if I like had. One of my nails is filed into a point just for fun right now. <laughs> so like just one, the pointer one is filed into a claw. <laughs> right. So I can jab people with it. Yeah. So, you know, you tuck that away. <laughs> yeah. You got to tuck it away and you've got to manipulate it. <laughs> the closing of the fist in a certain way that you're not just scrying <laughs> down the wall, vaginal wall. Of the <laughs> yeah. No, I can see why you would want to avoid that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, some people are into it, but most yeah. I'm going to say as a default, you know, yeah. probably not. A general well, experience. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Aaron, you should plug like where are you oh, yeah. hosting this fisting class? Where, like, oh, where yeah. can you find it? It's at Oasis Aqua Lounge on October 2nd. I love it. Yes. And we're doing a live demo. Um, with honestly, I, I know a lot of fisting bottoms, but um, I didn't want to like bother them on the day that I was trying to book <laughs> this thing. So I legitimately on my Twitter was like, I need a vaginal fisting bottom uh, paid gig. Anyone interested? Get in my DMs. <laughs> and somebody was like, oh, me. So I literally have not met this person at all. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that was that's my Tuesday afternoon, basically. That's my life. Wow. 
Um, I, one of my favorite jokes is to be like, oh, this silly thing. Oh, it's such a Tuesday because it's not a yes. Tuesday for straight people. Um, I love that your Tuesday is, I'm just going to go. Yeah, my Twitter. I've never met. Yeah. Yeah. At, no, in front of people to show them how to fist people. Yeah. Like, not even just I'm fisting someone, because that's boring. Like, yeah. I'm fisting someone in this context. Educationally. Yeah. In an educational context. Yeah. And she's getting paid. I'm getting paid. It's a lovely day. It's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds great. Bitch is getting paid. Speaking of, of cross promoing, okay, so that's happening October 2nd, Oasis Lounge. We live, come on, Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, how do like people who are obsessed with you want to hear more from you, want to watch your like, watch your show, listen to your show, engage with you? Where do they go? What do they do? Tell us everything. Certainly. Uh, my podcast is called The Bedpost Podcast, and it is on the Sonar Network. Um, it's on all your podcasting apps. You know, Google it. You found this podcast. You know how to find podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> my yeah, social nice. media. For the podcast is at the Bedpost Podcast on Instagram. My dominatrix stuff is at the Lady Pim on Instagram or at the Lady Pim One on Twitter, where I am most actively finding fisting bottoms uh, for my demos. Pim <laughs> with a Y or Pim with an I? P I M. As you can see, my my name is just not changed from me doing virtual domination sessions. It just says Lady Pim on Lady the thing. Pim. I actually during this whole podcast. While you came on the screen, I was like, during COVID, she must have done this. Yeah. Yeah. Zoom. yeah. And that is why. Um, we need to have a second episode with you because I need to know how that went and what that experience was like. Oh, certainly. I could talk about that forever. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy because you have to suddenly work with like you're not in a dungeon where you have all these tools at your disposal you're with a person in their own house and you have to find use whatever's around their house yeah (laughs) found objects yeah you're like that whisk we're using it it's very unsafe that's wild I kind of like I get it though. At the beginning of the pandemic, I was making this is deeply unrelated and barely the same. But at the beginning of the pandemic, it was sort of like, Matt, go out. You're gonna make a bunch of videos to help people understand how to work from home. And it was like at one point I was proposing a video about where I was using whistles to represent different things because I happen to have whistles in my house. And you're just like, <laughs> and the people critiquing you are like, why whistles, Matt? And you're like, because they're fucking right there. And that's- Because I that's had four it. of them. Yeah, yeah. that's the only- What do you reason- want from me? Yeah. Everything's closed. <laughs> now, picture the exact same kind of mindset, but you're going to Skype with a dominatrix and she's going to ask you to fuck yourself. Now go find things. Yeah, that's when you're going to pull it's out the those exact four whistles. same thing. You show up with four whistles and I'm on the other end of the Skype going like, okay, okay all right. <laughs> oh my god okay we have to wrap up but this has been incredible (laughs) um it's been super special okay so let's wrap up uh trying to refocus here um so uh erin as you know we live in the darkest timeline where the worst things just keep happening Mm -hmm. um and so what this podcast tries to do is bring a little light levity joy and sexiness into people's lives that's kind of the whole ethos um so the question we ask at the end of every episode is 
How are you in the next seven days going to bring a little light, levity, and joy into your little corner of the universe? But don't worry, we're not going to make you go first. We'll make Kayla go first, and then I'll go, and then you can go. So Kayla, how are you going to bring light, levity, and joy into your corner of the universe? I never prepare for this, and I always know it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, this weekend, I get to take care of my friend's cat. And he is behind me. Listeners can't see, but he's there showing his booty. That's what <laughs> yeah, we could just do. see his ass. It yeah, just is a lot like the Skypes I do with my work. Yeah. <laughs> so this must be familiar to you, Aaron. You can obviously. You can, <laughs> you can found see. object in that pussy hole. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, he's like a super sweet old blind cat. Um, and I'm just going to enjoy hanging out with him. Um, and that is me bringing light, love, love and joy into my own corner of the universe. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's I love his name? His name is Cornelius. <laughs> oh. <laughs> get out, get out of my I, I like to call him Cornishal. Pretend it's like his French name. It explains why earlier when you're like, Corny, earlier, I didn't know why you- Corny, that. yeah. Corny for- not react, just to be clear, but- No, he doesn't care. He's old. <laughs> he, he gives no fucks. <laughs> love it. But yeah, Cornelius. So that's uh, that is how I'm going to bring light, love, love, and joy. Matthew, oh, hello. have I given you time to prepare you for have. what you're going to say? You know that my least favorite thing in the world is being called Matthew. So thank you for that. My favorite thing to do. <laughs> you're the worst. Um, <laughs> well, I don't want to alarm you, but in exactly seven days, I turn 37. Uh, Ooh. So. I'm going to focus on my birthday and what I'm going to do with that. So, um, yeah, I used to be the kind of person that was like, birthday week. Yeah, we're going to fucking do all the fucking shit. It's going to be incredible. Bah, bah, bah. Uh, now I'm elderly and I don't <laughs> do that. I think you mean geriatric, but it's fine. <laughs> so, well, fuck yourself. Uh, second of all, no, I don't mean that. Um, how i I do my birthday now is i kind of like i decline all plans people like keep reaching out being like let's do something and i'm like or and hear me out on this no Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, so my plan next friday uh because it is a friday away is really one to continue declining all plans um i think (laughs) i'm just gonna like treat myself to like a cute little movie with a bunch of weed and a bunch of popcorn and i'm just really gonna embrace like being present and that's kind of all I'm really focused on right now is just like I want to be as like in this moment whatever this moment has for me as possible Mm -hmm. and I I am trying to like channel all of that kind of energy into my birthday I think is my plan very nice I I do want to say and it's because I love you you sort of cheated because you used that the last episode <laughs> oh. we aren't supposed to record more than one episode a week Kayla well <laughs> we did but That's I love it. it it's a great answer well, also, 30, to, be fair, big age. to be fair that was just two days ago so like it's I true. can't keep track of that I'm not going to remember that that's yeah. so long ago. Yeah, no, it's fair. The listeners won't notice. <laughs> they won't notice. Uh, anyway, that's apparently my repeated answer. Um, <laughs> Aaron, how are you going to bring light, levity, and joy into your corner of the universe? 
in the next seven days? <laughs> yeah, I um, have been invited to a lovely little play party, um, which is what people, kinky people call an orgy um, <laughs> on, on Sunday. And um, I, I know the host, but I know only one other person and their provider as well. And I did a duo with them recently um, where they wanted to do some impact play that day. Um, but we didn't quite get around to it on the day. We did a lot of other things. So we got, we got, we got very busy. Um, however, we didn't get to do impact that day. And I know she's coming to this play party. So I'm going to give her the impact scene of a lifetime. Baby. Yeah. I'm going to bring a bunch of different implements. I give her a whole spectrum and just really, really Spoil the hell out of her. <laughs> what is your favorite impact uh, tool? Tool? Implement? <laughs> implement. Yeah. Impact implement. Um, I love a gloved hand, like a leather gloved hand is one of my favorite things because I'm a big, really, I'm a really big fan of OTK, like over the knee spanking. Mm. So I like something kind of small and handheld. And what's better than small and handhold than your actual hand? <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Give me the fashion of the glove. Hello. Oh, yeah. I love the, the aesthetics of it are lovely. <laughs> and also just like rubbing the leather on people. Leather is really sexy, right? To feel totally. against your skin. So you can create like all different kinds of um, sensations just with a glove. And then you can take off the glove. And then you've got these fucking five knives at the end of each finger. You can like scratch them and then give them the sharper spanking with your bit your bare hands, so I'm just I'm gonna go with the leather glove. I want you to know that that is probably the best answer we've ever gotten to this question. <laughs> yeah, it truly is. It I'm gonna spank is. another sex worker. Yeah. We'll both feel very <laughs> joyful about that. And that's Surely. the title, spank another sex worker. Yeah. <laughs> um, amazing. Erin, thank you so much for sharing like your journey, your story, your experience. You are majestic. I don't want to speak on behalf of Kayla. I'll let her gloat about how great you are. Um, <laughs> well, I said new best friend. I mean, I think that's hey, gloating that enough. That says it all. Yeah. <laughs> um, so with that, let's just say on three, two, one, we're going to say goodbye. So three, two, one, goodbye. Bye. <laughs>